Hello, Queendom. Welcome to episode 145 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. This week's episode is a fun one for us and hopefully for a lot of you listeners because we're talking about Stray Kids. We have Stray Kids' Japanese album, The Sound. We're going to review the single, give you our picks for our favorite songs off the album. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about with them. They're having an amazing month, year, and I think it's about to get better. Mm-hmm. We also have Fifty Fifty Girl Group debuted at the end of last year. Maybe didn't make tons of noise, but they're getting a lot of credit for this new song. The single is called Cupid. We're going to give you our thoughts on that. Charity's Bias from AB6, Park Woojin, has released his debut EP. We'll review that for you. And Woods. Woods released uh, kind of a pre-release for his upcoming album. It's a single called Abyss. A lot of different sounds tonight to get into. So we're excited for this week's episode. And we have the final episode of 17 in the Sweep Season 2. We're going to give you a recap of Episode 6. We had to wait a few weeks for it. They left us waiting. Uh, But it's a good one. Lots of K-pop news. It's been a crazy week. Let's get into it. How are you doing this week, Charity? I'm good. It's always a good week when there's Stray Kids on the docket. Always. Right? Right. Stray Kids just make everything better. It's like I had a little stressful day today and now sitting here getting to talk about Stray Kids with you, I'm like, all is right with the world. (laughs) Right? Always. Stray Kids. Yeah. I'm with you. For our first-time listeners, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We do this podcast every week. In fact, we've done it every week for the past 145 weeks. We're on a streak, and uh, it kind of became a joke at the beginning, like, we're not going to miss a week, and now we've just kept it going, and we feel like, all right, we're going to do this. Um, So a lot of other episodes to listen to if you like what you hear. We do new music reviews. We review concerts. We talk about reality shows, K-pop news, all that fun stuff. To our loyal queendom, thank you for joining us again. We're so happy to have you back. Hope everything's going wonderful in your lives. Slide into the DMs. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. We always appreciate hearing from you. If you'd like to follow us on social media, NYC, K-pop queens, Twitter, and Instagram, we post different stuff on each one. So please feel free to follow us on both. And don't be shy. Say hi. Speaking of our loyal listeners, our queendom, we have poll results every week so we can get your opinion on stuff that maybe we talked about last week or we're going to talk about this week. If you'd like to participate, make sure you're following us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. Let's get to the poll results because we have a full show. So uh, are you ready, Charity? I'm ready. March is here. I can't believe it. 2023 is already flying by. Before you know, it's going to be June. I know. Halfway through the year. So there's some major, major releases in K-pop happening this month. We asked the queendom of these three, which March release are you most excited about? The choices were Jimin, Kai, and Twice. Those are three heavy hitters. Charity, if you have to pick, who would you say? Kai. Yeah, I'm I go back and forth. I'm really excited for what Jimin's gonna do, but I've gotta be honest, the photos and then the sound teaser that Kai released yesterday. I can't mm-hmm. wait for this one. This is gonna be mm-hmm. insane. So I'm with you. I, I'm excited for Kai. 
It was a close result, but Queendom, they're with us. 42% are voting for Kai. 39% said Jimin. 19% said twice. So not totally surprising. Yeah, I think our listeners are Maltese, multi-fans like us. So um, I'm not totally surprised by that. Kai has a lot of love and a lot of support behind him. We're, We're with you, Queendom. We can't wait. Tonight, we're reviewing 50-50. As I mentioned in the intro, they came out at the end of last year. Tough time to debut. And, you know, K-pop is so heavy with amazing girl groups right now. So we were wondering before this week if you ever heard of 50-50, if you listened to them. Charity, had you, before this release and the PR, were you familiar with 50-50? No, I wasn't. I'm with you. Uh, I really, they came onto my radar uh, when I got an email about them, to be honest, and I saw a lot of people talking about them on the timeline. But when they debuted last year, they weren't really on my radar. That's why we didn't review the debut. 58% of our queendom said that they have heard 50-50. Mm. Uh, 42% okay. said no. So queendom, they're on it. That could be that they maybe heard them, you know, this past couple weeks with Cupid. Mm, Cupid is maybe, yeah. So yeah. I, it might be more recently because now, obviously, we both have heard 50-50. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting when so many groups debut, how do you get through the noise? And I think with this group, it was yeah. with the next release. I think this release is yeah. a real breakthrough. But we're going to review it later. Last question. Favorite B-side from Stray Kids The Sound? We're reviewing the album tonight. We gave you four choices. There's more than four B-sides, but obviously with Twitter polls, you can only do four at a time. Your choices are Battleground, Lost Me, Don't Let Me Love You, or There. Charity, remind me during our album review uh, to get your answer. I don't want to give it away, (laughs) but I I know what my answer is here. Uh, Me too. (laughs) This was close. 37% 37% of you voted for Don't Let Me Love You. 31% chose There. That came in second place. Okay. Right behind 29% was Battleground. And then 3% was Lost Me. So really, Don't Let Me Love You is the winner. And then There and Battleground have tons of love too. Are you surprised by the results? I am not. Are you? No. No, not at all. <laughs> Nope. Not surprised. We're, we're already giving away how we feel about those songs. <laughs> I was like, I am shocked. Um, Queendom's with us on this. And I think a lot of a lot of the people listening are stays. If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, we're huge Stray Kids fans. And we found Stray Kids by reviewing them on the podcast in 2020. And that was it. We reviewed Stray Kids and thought, this is... <laughs> best group in the world they're going to be the biggest group in the world we love them and we've been kind of championing them a bit since they came out we review what they put out so i trust our queendom i trust their uh opinion when it comes to stray kids because i think so many are stays and are really passionate about the group so thank you all so much for voting i know it's hard to pick a favorite but we appreciate your insight speaking of our queendom We see where you're listening from every week and we love you and appreciate you. And just want to say like, we see you, we know you're listening there and we're just overwhelmed by the love and support and people that listen from all over the world. How cool is that? So queendom shout outs, my hometown, Pittsburgh, PA. I see you guys every week. Thank you so much for listening. Deerfield, Illinois, Mentor, Ohio, 
Queenum shout out to our friends in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. We love you. Jacksonville, Florida, International Queendom shows out every week. Gaza, Palestine, and also Tel Aviv, Israel. We've got, yeah. yep, K-pop brings everyone together, at least for an hour. Hong Kong, we see you. We love you. Seoul, the motherland. Thank you yes. so, so much for listening. And then a special, special Queendom shout out to Canner. Canner is here in LA, originally a New York girl. And I had the great experience of meeting her last week. She actually wrote Runner. If you guys remember the song Runner, it was like T1, Raiden, uh, Changmo, and Baekhyun. Mm. And yeah, and she's she's one of the writers on that song. And That's I met amazing. her at an, a showcase for another artist. And she happens to be a friend of a friend. And we start talking. And I mentioned K-pop. And she mentions like, oh, yeah, I wrote this song. I'm like, yeah, I know that song. I know that song. <laughs> yes, amazing. She's the sweetest and most genuine person, a really, really good peeps, a fellow New Yorker now out here in LA, chasing dreams. So really appreciate you, Canner. She has new music coming out soon. I think like in a week, Ooh, her cool. stuff drops. So you guys look her up, support her. She's really cool, really nice. It's always interesting to meet people behind the scenes in this world. And some people are amazing and some you're like, eh. This was the nicest, coolest girl that I find out she happened to write a K-pop song. I was like, oh, look at you. Amazing. <laughs> Kanna, we love you. A huge Queendom shout out to you. Let's get into this charity. Don't talk Let's about Stray Kids. <laughs> released a new Japanese album. The single was released a couple weeks ago, and we've had people asking us, why aren't you reviewing it? When are you reviewing it? We were waiting for the full album. So the album came out last week on Wednesday. We record on Wednesdays. So we didn't review it last week. We went in time to actually listen to it more than like once and then quickly have to yeah. go to the mic. So now we've had a week. We've digested it. We're ready to talk mm -hmm. about it. They gave us 10 songs. Um, this is a Japanese album. So some of the songs, like Case 143, Thunderous, those were songs we've already heard, but in the Japanese language. But they gave us a lot of new songs. And they the did. first new song is the single. It's called The Sound. Charity, what do you think about this one? You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You yeah. feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. We all artists, man. We go you feel me? We gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie, don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Oh my god, it's so good, quintessential Stray Kids. Um, I like the simple piano note that starts it, and then mm -hmm. Changbin comes in like full throttle, and then that like deep sounding beat comes in. I like the slight distorted sound on the instrumentation. I love when Changbin goes high when he says cheers. Mm. Right? That part in his rap. Mm. Um, uh, Lino sounds so good in the bridge. I love that it goes back to that like simple piano note again after yes. the bridge. And then back to that intense instrumentation to the end yep. of the song. Oh, like, And I know I'm such a broken record. 
but they're just masters at production. I'm always so yeah. impressed. I know. Always, like blown away every time. I loved it. What did you think? It's like, give us something bad so we don't right. sound like we're cheering for the home team, like we're favoring straight kids. Because we review, we're multis. We like a lot of groups. And there are things that groups we love have done that we're not huge fans mm-hmm. of. And we kind of get on here and try our best to be fair and say, this is why this song didn't work for me. Uh, with Stray Kids, it's it's hard because yeah. they just keep putting out hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, their production is so good. It's so cool. It's interesting. They bring something different every time. There, there's just so much freshness and uniqueness to what mm-hmm. they do that it's exciting. And when you hear and listen to as much music as we listen to, to still get excited about a new song, a new release from a group you've heard a million times. That's special. And they definitely, we have very similar notes. I love that creepy piano <laughs> note at the start. Those piano notes yes. at the start. Ooh, here we go. Changbin. Changbin pops off and he goes so strong. Yeah. When he starts songs with that aggressive Changbin, oh, let's go. He's so good. Nice bass line. You mentioned the piano notes are so effective. Before mm-hmm. each verse and at the end of like of the bridge, you have the now let's pull it back. The dynamics that they're able to do in a song that's not technically as um, chaotic as some of their other yeah. songs, they still really play with dynamics. So you have this intense part, then all of a sudden quiet and a couple little piano notes. The end of the bridge one was like, wow, because now we have that break at Mm-hmm. Time to start that final bombastic chorus. Really cool. Really well done. I love the darkness in the verses, the dark feeling, yes. the dark sound. It feels like a song you would listen to to work out or to motivate you. You know, it's a real yeah. like rally cry. And the lyric state, it's an anthem. Like this is an anthem. And I like that they're kind of just calling out their music. This is our sound. It's the sound and there's nothing better and yeah we get it i don't think we're arguing with you agree. Guys, yeah <laughs> we agree like you guys have your own sound and it's phenomenal we're such massive fans the way i talk about stray kids to everyone i meet <laughs> like yeah your sound works what about this music video what did you think mm. hmm. yeah <laughs> <sighs> okay the opening choreography is so, so cool. Hyunjin is center and it's like a metronome or a clock. Mm-hmm. It's it's so, so cool. And it's haunting and it's weird and it's amazing. And here we go. Here's the tone for this video. The intensity is there at the start. And I just am obsessed with that formation. Really, really cool. Look, I need to say this about your manly now. <laughs> Long hair Lino needs to stay. That hair on him is so mm-hmm. perfect. Like, do not get near him with scissors. They better not do that haircut they gave Hyunjin. Um, oh, no. oh my gosh, no! Could you imagine? <laughs> I would lose it. I'm talking about when Hyunjin had the yellow, and, and there's a little bit of that in this video. But he's still very, very mm-hmm. handsome. But like, let's yeah. just let people have their beautiful long okay. luscious hair. It's not necessary. The dumb and no, dumber look. No. <laughs> well, that's what it's from. It's, it's from that movie. That's what it makes me think of every time I see it. Yeah, it was. It was not the best look. Um, it was not the best look. 
I, I love Hyunjin, but we're talking about Hyunjin's yellow hair with like the slick down bangs and it was very short so um, during case one, four, three. It was just very, very dramatic and severe. Yeah. Luckily, Hyunjin's hair grows really fast. He's looking fabulous. He's had many great hairstyles since. No shade yes, to him. But I'm just saying to the stylist that did that, don't get near Lino. We don't need we don't need you to keep. No, we don't need a round two. Okay. No, no, you tried it. You tried it, <laughs> and you tried it on the most handsome man in the world, and he can pull oh. stuff off. But let's not do it to anyone else. Let's just chill. Uh, he looks amazing. Lino looks great. When Hyunjin, Hyunjin is so powerful. Like he is too powerful. Honestly, he's too powerful. When he's center and he does that little back and forth move with his head, it's like before the chorus, he's just so cool. He's so rhythmic. And the way his body moves with the music, too powerful. I want to say body roll choreography always works and it works here. Always. Um, Ian is attacking us with his visuals. We knew it was going to happen. We knew this young, the youngest in the group, this kid, he will be a very handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's um, he's really like, Ian's jawline and cheekbones, and then like with that blonde hair and forehead, he's killing it. This this kid, like, he's just unreal. And and then I love the end of the chorus where they go back into that like, it's not like a metronome, but you know what I mean. That kind of mm-hmm. hand choreography, the back and forth swaying with that li- that little hand choreography. It is so cool. I love it. Choreography all around is really great. Check out the performance video if you guys haven't seen it. You can't see all the choreography, obviously, in the music video. So I always look for like a live performance or performance video. It's amazing. I guess the music, the sound is taking over and it's so powerful. It's like overtaking this house and like the whole world. Yep. That's what straight kids are doing. Lino and the bridge has never looked better. I gasped, so I don't know how you're still alive. Because, like, when he came in on the bridge, I was like, what is this? All in all, the styling really works, too. I thought the editing and the cuts were insane. They have the best editing in K-pop music videos. Like, really, chef's kiss to their cinematographer. It's so well done. Just like their production's well done. The technical side of what these guys do Mm -hmm. is so well done. But the rest can just be like, oh, yeah, this is great because all of this other stuff that you normally wouldn't notice is, wow, this is so, so good. I loved it. What did you think of the music video? Uh, I loved it. Obsessed. It's so many, so many cool visuals. The lightning that's shooting out from all of them throughout the whole video, the like hologram lightning guitar that appears in their hands. That was really cool. The like ominous tornado in the background was really cool. Uh, the choreography was amazing. I love when their hand came next to their ear when they said the sound. I thought that was really cool. Yes, yes. Um, I thought the Chan looked really hot playing the drums. I was like, yes, yes, that no, was he a did good, a great yeah. visual. Yes, um, I love the styling. I like the mix of the leather and the sparkle and and those black outfits. Mm-hmm. But my man, Lino. Walking to the center and the ending shot with that like sexy look on his face. Out of control. Like he's like really <sighs> like just that like and it ends with that look. I'm like, why? Yep. Yep. That is not yep. fair. Like that was yep. mean. <laughs> yep. That was Lena mean. has really <laughs> like I noticed it during Maxident promotions, how much fun he was having. Yeah. And it's like 
I really feel like he's kind of stepped into his own uh, in the last couple comebacks and he's so mm-hmm. confident and he's enjoying it. And yeah, it's a, for all of us, it is beautiful to see. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but that hair, Charity, that's my favorite hair on your bias. Yeah. Like same. It Agreed. looks really good. Okay, so we both loved the single. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the rest of the album because they gave us a lot of new songs. Yes. Lots of great songs. It was hard for me to narrow down my album picks, but I did. What were your album picks? Um, I liked Lost Me, Don't Let Me Love You, and mm-hmm. There. <sighs> this is why we're best friends. Exact same. <laughs> No, exact same. It's so funny because Charity and I will disagree on like so many groups. But for whatever reason, when it comes to straight kids, first of all, we know, we don't talk about it with each other, which is hard. No, we're not yeah. texting each other. Yeah. We do it on air. So you're hearing our genuine organic conversation about this for the first time. But those are my album picks too. Lost Me, Don't oh. Let Me Love You there. Those are my album picks. And there's other great songs. And you know, yeah. you can pick some other ones. But those three were the ones I was like, oof, the whole week. Let's let's go. Let's start with Lost Me. Okay. What stood out to you with Lost Me? Such a beautiful ballad. I thought the piano instrumental is just really, really pretty. Mm. And I love that they all sing. Mm-hmm. And the raps are not needed. And and no. sometimes I feel like it's too much. And I love a good rap. And I love all of their singing voices. Like, oh my God, Changbin singing, Hyunjin, yes. Lino, Chan, feel it. Like, just, I love it. Oh, it's so pretty. What did you think? Yeah, no. You know, those deep notes at the very start. Ooh, here we go. I love that. And I love what's happening in the background of the song with the instrumentation. You have mm-hmm. kind of the intensity building and the, again, the production. Really cool. Bang Chan always brings impact with his vocals. He does not get enough credit as a vocalist, but when he comes in, it's always so clear and connected and emotional and Mm -hmm. urgent. There's an urgency. There's a desperation there. Um, I love that. And the way the music builds with them and then that break before the chorus, again, it's like a similar structure. It's so nice the lyrics about wanting to be loved for who you are. And then in the end, Ayan sings, I lost me. Oh, Hmm. Oh, you guys kill me with these lyrics. It's just really beautiful. And like you said, it's really nice. This album, we're getting a lot of vocals Mm -hmm. um, from the rap line and from people who maybe don't sing as much. And I agree with you. I think Changbin's killing it. Hyunjin, like, where is this coming from? And also, just don't do this to me. I'm already in. You've already got me. I'm already obsessed. I don't need these amazing vulnerable vocals from you too. Like, give me a break. The hold on me that this guy has. Ugh. Oh, I love it. It's so bad, but I love it. Um, yeah. Lost Me is a beautiful song. What did you think of Don't Let Me Love You? Oh, it's intense. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Hyunjin, Hyunjin's vocals start this off. I'm done. I love this. And I love kind of the whole story. Like, don't let me love you. Telling someone to get away before they get hurt. Yes. And you know you're going to hurt them and then that hurts you. And like, it's this kind of toxic cycle and just stop. It's very intense. It's very dramatic. I I really like it. Um, I thought the delivery from all of them, but Han and Bang Chan on the chorus, really beautiful, emotional, Again, that intensity. 
But Hyunjin, you have starting and ending things. And the end is so haunting. It's so cool. Oh, my God. I'm charity. <laughs> I can't do this with him. Like, it's too much. I, I thought this song was really, really good. And it's it's the song I came back to the most, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, same. What, what same. did you think? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to – it's my favorite song on the album. Um, same. I love the intense guitar. The chorus is really catchy. And the song is about heartbreak, but it sounds very sexy, like you said. Yeah. Um, and I love the lyrics. Please run away before I end up breaking you. Oh, like right in the heart. Like, oh. And you know I'm not going to. You mean run to yeah, you? No. Get, run, run run right to you? Never like go. Yeah. Break me in half. <laughs> there's no way there's no way anyone's running from any of you ever no like never never I will be that dumb girl a million times for you oh yes I don't have amnesia (laughs) what oh no it's fine oh you're just gonna hurt me that's fine that'll be fun it's totally cool don't worry (laughs) everything's cool (laughs) um yeah, there's something really sexy and cool. A little bad boy here. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm vibing with it. So good. I agree with you. This was my favorite song on the album. So we both agree with Queendom. This was the B-side yes. yeah. that I came back yep. to over and over again. But I've got to be honest, there was played a lot <gasps> yes. on my playlist this week. Let's talk about that one. Yeah, I love this. This is my second favorite. Um, yep. Another gorgeous ballad. It has a cool beat. It's about heartbreak and love ending, which, you know, I don't know who's breaking their hearts or maybe they're (laughs) the ones breaking them, maybe. Um, And I love how they all are in their lower register in this song. I especially love when they harmonize with themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. that was so cool. And your man on the stop was ridiculous. Charity. Yeah. Where did this come from? What are you doing, Kanjin? Like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, stop. Why is he doing this? It's just like, Kanjin mm. is too much. Too much. That bridge, man. Right? Yeah, what'd you think? Yeah. I Clearly, yeah. you loved it, this, too. <laughs> I mean, this is a, it's a beautiful ballad. And what I love yeah. is, like, stray kids are so wild and powerful, but they're also vulnerable. And I love when they give us this, like, it's a pure kind of boy band ballad. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Han starts things off with such vulnerable delivery. We know that's his bag. He's so good at it. Bang Chan, again, comes in with those vocals with tone and control. Like, I, I love his voice. Sugman sounds so good at the start of the second verse. Like, so good. Um, but I agree with you. To me, the highlight of the song is Hyunjin on the bridge. Like, yeah. I... Because obviously he's like alt bias. I know his vocals are really good and I know he's been working on them. It's so great to hear the end mm-hmm. result of his hard work. Wow. And and you know what it is too? It's not just that he has a good voice. It's his, he has taste as an artist with how he does it. So mm-hmm. his phrasing, the breath, the way he does it is very specific and really effective like oh wow yeah this is just absolutely beautiful and i was blown away that that was my man on the bridge i was like is that that's hyunjin wait is this hyunjin and i thought oh my goodness don't let it be hyunjin because i'm gonna lose my mind and here we are 
Here we are. Another episode with Emily monologues about Hyunjin. Well, 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 nothing will change. So I, I think it's safe to say that he's still your bias. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. No. Yeah, no. I think, uh, <laughs> yes, Hyunjin is forever biased. That's my man. I adore him. My record goes back and forth quite a bit, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. With Stray Kids, it's hard to not have all of them wreck you. My bias, however, has stayed the same. Your bias, I'm guessing, has not changed. No. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Still we, Lino and Chang Ben is still Wrecker. Yep. My record's going all over the place because like Han is definitely there because I feel like mm-hmm. I vibe with Han's emotional stuff so much. I just feel like, oh, I get you as a person. Like, I love you. I support you. Uh, Bang Chan will always be on that line. The best leader in K-pop such yeah. a talent rap vocals production writing we're talking about all of these songs guess who has writing credits on every single song in case you don't know stray kids writes and produces everything so on some songs that might not be their native language another person will be in there but they're doing all of this this is them coming yeah. from their heart and i also love sugman because i think he's so funny and interesting mm-hmm. like i love what when you watch the behind the scenes he's so funny he's so fun. he's so sassy he is <laughs> he's, he's great and also like <laughs> when you free the forehead with him talk about handsome mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah so anyways um we love this project and we love them all that's the final answer <laughs> should we play a clip <laughs> For Queendom. Yes. All right, guys. This is the sound from Stray Kids. They are so good. So good. And we're not the only ones that think this. So this was their first like full Japanese studio album, right? It debuted at number one on Billboard's Japan album sales chart. 450,000 copies sold. Wow. 450,000. Do you guys get how much that is? Like when they debuted number one on the Billboard 100 here, they sold like 160 or something like that. And that's a lot in the States for first week album sales mm-hmm. these days. In Japan, they sold 450,000. It's the highest first week sales for any anyone on JYP ever and also uh, highest fourth generation album. Killing it. Killing it. And, you know, they had their, their two concerts in Japan at a really large stadium this weekend. Like a, these huge kind of. They're like arenas, but they're bigger than our arenas. So it'd be comparable to stadium, like 55,000 seats. They sold out both nights. They killed it. They cried. They had that look in their eye, like their dreams are coming true. You know, it was very, very special for stays. I'm just really happy for Stray Kids. I'm really, really happy for them. And I'm so excited for what they're going to put out this year. They never quit. Like literally they never quit. I thought, oh, it'll just be like all of their songs, you know, in Japanese and then like two new songs. No, no, no amazing songs um 
ridiculous choreography. And I feel like their choreography is getting harder and like more difficult. Yeah. The routine for this is ridiculous. I was like, oh, straight kids everywhere all around the world. You make straight kids stay. Well, anyways, unfortunately, we're not just a straight kids podcast and we have to move on to our (laughs) next segment. Uh, No, we love a lot of groups, Um, but we're not moving too far from straight kids. Don't worry, stays. It's time for our favorite segment. You know what it is. Charity knows what it is. Bang Tam from Stray Kids knows what this is. And of course, I know what Mm -hmm. it is. It's quiz time. Stray Stray Kids. Kids. (laughs) (laughs) We're always always on it when it comes to Stray Kids. Everything else will be like, no, I actually liked all these songs. No, this is my favorite. Stray Kids, like, yes, we are always on top of this stuff. Uh, it's time for a stray kids quiz we haven't done one in a while it's hard to find ones we haven't done but we scoured the internet and we found one this one it's a stray kids boyfriend quiz we're gonna find out which okay i know i have a feeling charity's gonna get real mad if somebody gets her (laughs) watch out i found out get lido uh Which Stray Kids member is your boyfriend? If you'd like to play along with us, a link to the quiz is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We will also be posting it on Twitter on Friday so you can let us know. We love seeing your results. Last week, a lot of you got Sunwoo from the boys. Mm. So our queendom seems to have a lot in common, Charity, which is amazing. Yeah. This one... If you are taking it like on your phone or computer, just scroll down. There's a lot of like weird ads that say start. Mm-hmm. Just ignore those. Um, just scroll down and the quiz is there. Charity, are you ready? I am very ready to find out who my boyfriend is. I know. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. Okay. Pick a hobby. Baking, shopping, eating, painting, working, eating again, Petting cats or working out? Um, I'll say eating. I love a good, a good delicious meal. I'm going to say painting because I used to paint a lot and then getting back into it. Okay. Pick an artist. G-Dragon from Big Bang. Ariana Grande. Tagyon from 2PM. Sean Mendes. Drake. Jin Young from Got7. Zico from Block B or Bruno Mars. I love my guy from 2 p.m. Uh, I'm going to go with Jin Young, though, from GOT7. My GOT7 bias. I'm going to go with G-Dragon from Big Bang. Mm. The basic quiz question. We do this one every week. It's time to pick a color. White, purple, red, mint, so mint green, I guess, uh, blue, mm-hmm. pink, yellow, or black. I love green, so I got to pick mint. I'm going to go with black. Okay. Pick what charms you like the most out of this. Lips, cheerful, cuteness, chubby cheeks, acting silly, smile, freckles, or dimples. Okay. So like what you find the most charming. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I'll say smile. I will go with dimples. Pick a K-pop boy group. It's always hard for us. Uh, BTS, EXO, GOT7, SHINee, ATs, T by T, ASTRO, or The Boys? I am very excited for this EXO comeback that's allegedly happening. 
I'm going to go with XO. Yeah, I have to go with you on right? that. Yeah. I'm in my XO yeah. bag right now. Um, yeah. Okay. Pick a K-pop girl group. Blackpink, Twice, Red Velvet, Espa, Itzy, IZ1, Mamamoo, or Idol. I'm going to go with Espa, my girls. I'm going to go with Twice. How would your friends describe you, Charity? Silly. Doggy, so I guess like a dog. <laughs> Amiable, an angel. Confident, lazy, active, or organized? Organized. Right, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to say confident. Okay, pick something you'd like to do during vacation with your boyfriend. Going to a water park, eating watermelon, bungee jumping, Watching a play, taking pictures, playing rides with friends, going on a trip, or watching movies? Uh, I'm going to watch a play. I'll say going on a trip. Pick something you'd hate to do during vacation with your boyfriend. Running, cleaning, staying at home, watching horror movies, going to haunted houses, hiking, or watching a movie alone. Can't stand watching horror movies. No, thank you. I don't want to clean. No. Relax. <laughs> I'd rather clean to watch a horror movie. No, no. The rest of those were normal. <laughs> then there was like running and cleaning. I was like, I do not feel like running and I don't want to clean. I would rather run a marathon to watch a horror movie. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, pick your favorite Stray kid song. Thunderous. God's Menu. Backdoor, Mira, Double Knot, The View, Easy, or Elevator. Okay. The View does not get enough credit for what amazing song that is. I listen to that when I hike. Like, it's so, so good. I Obviously, I love all these songs, but I've got to go. What made me a stay? It's God's Menu. Yeah, same. Same. No question. Pick a bad trait. So I guess, like, a bad habit. That's okay. Um, mm-hmm. Workaholic, hiding your face. Easily getting shy, sensitive, coffee addict, too loud, food addict, or harsh? I'm going to go with harsh. I'm going to go with coffee addict. Okay. What is your boyfriend like? A person who matches well with you and someone you can talk comfortably with. A person who can laugh with you when you're together. A person who would listen to your worries and can empathize as if it's their own worries. A person who's affectionate with you all the time. They love to cook for you and they're respectful toward you. A person with a lot of charisma, beauty, and has a big heart. A person who takes good care of you with an adventurous soul who's not afraid to try new things, who's kind and a little shy. A person who's independent, hardworking, enjoys music, and has good judgment. And finally, a person full of innocence and playful and very cheerful. Many of those sound lovely. So I'm (laughs) sure there's lots of great choices. I'm just going to go with someone who matches well, a person who matches well with you and someone you can talk comfortably with. I'm going to say a person I can laugh with. Okay, pick a social media platform. And this is, is this the last question? Okay, two more questions. It's a long one, but it'll be worth it because we're finding out our stray kid's boyfriend. I know, yes. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, VLive, YouTube, or can't decide. 
I'm going to go with Instagram. Twitter. Okay. And lastly, pick a straight kid's quote. Just enjoy. Let's eat well and live well. Let's live with a positive mind. Enjoy the life. Let's try even when you regret it later. This too shall pass. Just a little braver. Today you spent in vain is the day as tomorrow someone who passed away really wants to live through. And let's have a good time. I'm actually torn between the last two. <laughs> I like the idea of like, you know, the day that you kind of spent in vain, someone else would kill to live through that day. You know, someone's dying yes, right now. Yes. I love that. But then I'm also like, let's just have fun. Uh, I'm going to go with today you spent in vain is the day that tomorrow someone who passed away really wants to live through. What a lovely quote by Street Kids. Right? I know. Um, I'm going to say this too shall pass. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god this might be the best quiz ever charity who did you get <laughs> i got lino who did you get what does it say what does it say it says uh <laughs> it says you might be a little bit lazy sometimes but that's what makes you the perfect match for lino you like to do some fancy stuff but at mm-hmm. the end of the day your bed and your couch are your best friend that is actually true <laughs> Again, this quiz was right on. It was worth all of the questions. It was worth the difficult reading because <laughs> no, I, no, it, was, it was, yeah, there was, there was some, you'll see when you take it quite up, there was some language stuff, things that were a little hard for us, but I think we got through it. Um, Hyunjin, I got my man. I, I think this is the first quiz we've ever taken where we both got our bias. And legit. they didn't ask us who our bias was. No. In the almost three years we've been doing this podcast, we have yeah. both gotten our biases. Uh, Hyunjin is the perfect date for you. You're comfortably confident and aren't afraid to tell people what you think. Hyunjin admires you, and you two are a great couple. Well, it's official, Obviously. Charity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. It became official today on March 1st, 2023. <laughs> just so you know, we record the podcast on Wednesdays, you guys. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like, it's not even just yeah. me being delusional. Like, this really scientific quiz is saying it. So, yeah. 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 And again, yeah. they always usually ask your bias. So that way it could probably skew it. But this didn't even ask anything. No. So this was just very accurate. Very scientific. And they were asking very questions about quotes. Yeah. They're asking, yeah. like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Whew. Yeah. So that's what good. A- that's good. Yeah. What a good day. <laughs> I know. Well, time to end it here on a high note. We got our biases on the quiz. Let's, for this point on the, the, the podcast is over. This is what we've been trying for for three years to do a quiz where we both get our biases. We finally did it. And our stray kids biases. It's stray kids biases. Yeah. Like goal met. Uh, there's there's nowhere but down yes. for the podcast from here. Um, <laughs> All right. Nowhere but down. We're <laughs> down. We got our biases on Story Kids quiz. I mean, what are we gonna do? Take another quiz next week? Like what? No. This is. It was great doing this with you, Charity. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> podcast is over. We're going out. I know. Going out. It can only go down from here. Girl, <laughs> like seriously, we were just told our biases yeah. are are our boyfriends, and like everyone thinks we're a great yeah. couple. I mean, yeah. What a good night. <laughs> Really, really like the best night of my life. Um, I mean, we both had pretty shit days. So total it's, shit. It's really good night. <laughs> Things just totally turned around. Things turned around with a quiz we found on the internet. 
about our straight kids' biases. <laughs> Real life could be falling apart. And then you just take a quiz and all of a sudden your boyfriends and straight kids and it's the one you've biased yeah. for years. And you know. Yeah, so so, so it yeah, just tells you keep oh, keep the hope alive. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you never know. Your day could turn around really fast. Your life could just turn around and all of a sudden your pretend boyfriend from Stray Kids is your perfect match. <laughs> Whew. I don't know. It's <laughs> I catch my breath here. This is a big one. I'm so dying. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes oh. there's those moments where I'm like, are we crazy? And it's like, no. <laughs> and then I like take a step back and listen to what I just said. I'm like, oof, yikes. But hmm. then we're crazy together, so we can't be crazy. We justify it. We justify it with each other. And I was like, nope, that makes sense <laughs> to me, Charity. Yeah. I understand perfectly. Oh, too good. All right. We're having a fun, we're having a fun week. Uh, let us know who you got. Did you get your bias? Because that's two for two for us. That was an amazing quiz result for yeah. us. The best we've ever had. Yeah. Take the quiz right now. We're also going to post it on Twitter underneath. Let us know who you got. We'd love seeing who you guys got. We thought this quiz was the most perfect, accurate quiz ever. Um, ever. Let, let yeah. us know if we're wrong. So. <laughs> I'm well, we're not. It, up. it might be wrong, wrong for now. you, but it's perfect for us. Oh, it was a glitch, yeah. obviously. <laughs> or whoever tells you you should be with this, who you should be with, because this quiz is perfect. So... <laughs> Maybe unless it's Lino, then you can't be with Jen. <laughs> Obviously, we all know. Yeah, Let's so. be real. Let's be real. <laughs> Again, we're not crazy. No, normal, normal yeah. things for people to we're say. So normal. normal, normal things. Grown-ups. <laughs> like absolutely unhinged. Um, we've hit that point in the night. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Long days for both of us. <laughs> we are unhinged this week, but that's oh, when it's fun. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Time to put our little professional hats back on here. Yeah, sorry, um, it's tough sometimes. Oof, it's hard. It's hard when you just your <laughs> dreams just came true. It's like what? <laughs> let's move on. Time to be yes. professional again. We're talking about a group we've never reviewed here on the podcast. We're talking about fifty fifty. So if this group is new to you, as they were new to us, it's a four member girl group that debuted in November of last year on Atrack, so a smaller label. This single, it's a single release. The single is called Cupid, and a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, what did you think? Yeah, the girl groups. The girl groups are coming so strong right now, Charity. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. This has that great disco pop beat. I love the harmonies throughout the song. It adds so much. And, like, in the chorus, it's very reminiscent of Attention by New Jeans. But during the whole song, they do kind of – like hi-yas and stuff like that that are really nostalgic, like 50s and 60s girl groups. It's so charming. It's dreamy. I also like the lyrics. I like the whole message. Like I gave a second chance to Cupid. Cupid is dumb. It's, yes, it's cute and funny. I think this song really works. And I love their vocals. I love the trend that girl groups are going in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say here, I don't know if we needed a rap verse. I think that arbitrary let's put a rap verse in every single k-pop song you don't need it and i don't think this song needed it it didn't ruin the song but i i didn't think we needed the rap part what did you think of uh cupid no i liked it to me it sounded like a song you put on when you're going for a really long drive like that's immediately mm, where my mind yes yes went. yes it's very subdued and has like an airy feel to it mm-hmm. i thought the girls have gorgeous voices i loved yeah. 
all the harmonization they do. Yes. Um, I don't know if her name it's pronounced Aaron or Aaron. I couldn't tell. Um, like I couldn't find a pronunciation. She starts a song off, and she has such a unique tone. The melody's really catchy. It's just a really, really cute song. And I like the rap seemed a little severe for the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it was nice. I mean, I love I love a good rap. I just think we didn't need it. I, I agreed with you on that. Um, let's talk about the music video. What What did you think of the video? It's really cute. The girls all seem to be single for what I assume is Valentine's Day, uh, mm-hmm. but they managed to have fun with one another instead. I thought the styling was really cute. I especially like the tool dresses with like the leather accents, mm-hmm. and I thought the choreography was really easy to follow, which is mm-hmm. great for fans being able to copy it, which mm-hmm. is really smart. It was cute. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was young and fresh. I loved the styling. I love this trend of showing younger like guys and girls in clothing that's more relatable, not just K-pop costumes. They really cute jackets. I loved the rugby shirts. I thought that they looked really cute and relatable and likable, like age appropriate. It all really worked for me. And then they kind of turn into these beautiful princesses of K-pop, you know, it's it's like mm-hmm. this gorgeous, dreamy set. Again, this kind of took me back to 50s and 60s for some reason. I also loved that there were male dancers in the dancer group. Yeah. That's so yeah. like, that's a taboo in K-pop. I don't know if you listeners have noticed, but in music videos and live performances, boy bands have boy dancers, girl groups have girl dancers. And then when they when they don't, it's like the older groups might have, you know, dance with a boy or stuff like that. And it's kind of a big deal. I thought it was great. I, I thought it worked. They're very cute. And the song is fantastic. So I can see why this song is taking off. Everyone's talking about it right now. Yeah. It's good. And the rest of their catalog is great. I listened to their debut. Like, this is a good group. And you know how much mm-hmm. we love to root for the groups from the smaller labels. Uh, so 50-50. Yeah, definitely behind them. Let's talk about, like, if anyone stood out as a bias or a wrecker. Two people stood out to me, and I can't mm-hmm. place them bias or record yet because I feel like okay. it's too too new. But I loved Aaron or yeah, Aaron. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's Aaron or Aaron. I'm not sure. And Kina, exact same. I, I'm giving oh, nice. the I'm giving the bias to Aaron because I like her voice so much. Yes, like her for yeah. the voices or what draws me in with these girl groups. And I was like, ooh, this girl, yes. But uh, very similar. And I thought Kina was so cute. And she's a presence on camera. And you notice her, your eye goes to her. So she's my mm-hmm. record. But yeah, it's a little early to be like diehard because I think all four of yeah. them are to the table. I love a group that has four or five. Yes. Officially, it's just, it's really easy to distinguish who they are and their personalities earlier on. So that's, a, I think it's mm-hmm. for fans, it's a little bit easier to um, latch on quicker, if that makes sense, because yeah. it's not as hard to figure out personalities. It, you know, like, okay, this person. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a different deal. Um, but that's also the Westerner in me that's used to smaller groups. So yeah. Yeah. that's also <laughs> probably the thing. But I like them. I think this is really nice. Should we play a clip for the Queen? clip. Yeah. Let's do <laughs> yeah. it. This is Cupid from 5050.
yeah, this is a really cute song. It's cute, right? Yeah, it's very like mm-hmm. it's cute. It's K-poppy. There's a wholesome feel to these girls. There, this mm-hmm. is great. Another top tier girl group. Ooh, hard year to come out as a girl group because they're just yeah. killing it. Like someone said to me the other day, the worst thing that ever happened to La Seraphine was new jeans. I was like, oof. No. Yeah. I still love Entity Fragile. I love that song. I'm flawless. What you looking at? What you what you looking at? I mean, but the problem is like they're legends. And then I was like, well, the worst thing to happen to Espa was La Seraphine. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's these girl groups come out and they seem like they're like I thought Espa is like the next black pink. They're gonna kill it for the next five years. And then within six months, you have all these other girl groups come out. I know. Mm. I've, like, there's just so many girl groups right now that are good. Competition is, is rough. It's tough. But add 50-50 to the list. I liked this a lot. Congratulations, ladies. Let's move on. Charity is just having a night with her biases because her bias. I am. From AB6, <laughs> we're talking about Park Woojin. Solo debut. So he debuted in 2019. Uh, with AB6 on brand new music. He was also a member of 101 prior to that. Mm-hmm. This is his solo debut album. And boy, did he give us something different. He gave us an EP called yeah. Own. The single is called Top Tier. All right, Charity, what did you think of the song? I liked it. I love his, like, he's got like a sexy deep voice that I just melt for. Mm-hmm. My favorite, though, is when he sings in the pre-chorus. I love that. It th- I thought it was really, really catchy. I love the melody. And when he sings, uh, I like how he goes up when he sings take and the take it away part. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I love that. I do love when he raps, but I honestly love when he sings. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a full song of with that pre-chorus. Like, that's what I wanted. Okay. What did you okay. think? Yeah, I like that beat. It's aggressive hip-hop. Like, okay, here we go. This is different from AB6, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I agree with you, though. The melody when he starts singing is so good. Yes. I just loved that part. and was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more of this. This is amazing. But he can do it all, Like, and he proves that mm-hmm. in this project. We're going to talk about the other songs. He has some really nice features on the other songs on this EP, mm-hmm. but I kind of love that he didn't do it for the single. You know, it's just him. I like that. And it's kind of a bravado hip-hop song. I'm on top, top tier. I don't hate that. I like a confident man. So I think it works. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. What did you think of the music video? That giant arcade game concept is really cool. It was fun. Yeah. A lot of masculine colors, right? Like it's red Mm -hmm. and black. It feels very um, tough, very masculine. The suit look was by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. This is rich CEO look with an exposed forehead. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of attitude in the choreography. It's cool. And it's definitely a different look and vibe from what we're used to with AB6, who we've reviewed multiple times on this podcast. So I think for his debut, it's a smart direction and it worked for me. What did you think of the music video? Yeah, I love the concept. He is playing a, a giant arcade video game, and he's inside the game. Uh, my favorite scene, though, is when he's sitting on like some kind of throne with that soft gold lighting and yes. the gold and black jacket yep. with mm-hmm. the slicked back hair. Mm-hmm. He looked so hot. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I also love like harder hitting movements in the choreography because I thought it fit really well with the song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, he looked really good 
Yeah, I liked it. I, th- I thought you would like this one. I was watching. I'm like, what's Charity's bias? I'm going to be geeking out a little bit because he looks handsome. He's not my bias. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that look is good. That is a good look. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the rest of the CP. In my opinion, he gave us a lot of great stuff. Uh, what were mm-hmm. your standout tracks? I liked Feeling Good and Dive. I liked Gotta Go, Feeling Good, and Self-Portrait. Okay. So some same, some different. Yeah. Let's start with... Uh, the different ones. So I'll start with Gotta Go because it opens the yeah. EP. Yeah. Um, this is an even stronger hip-hop song than Top Tier. This is really a hard-hitting hip-hop song, which I'm definitely here for. Verbal Gent is the uh, the feature. Gotta give a shout-out on that name. Any usual Sasek fans will get it. Verbal Kent, Verbal Gent. Great name. Very cool. The beat goes hard. Powerful opener. I thought the whole album was going to be hard hip hop, you know, Mm -hmm. what started this way. I was like, oh my goodness. But he gives us a lot of different stuff. He gives us a little of everything. But if he wanted to go this direction, he can definitely pull it off. And then what did you think of, what was was the different one? Dive. Dive. I thought the acoustic guitar is really, really pretty in the intro. I think that the auto-tune on his voice in the song works. I'm not usually, like, the biggest fan of auto-tune. I like it sparingly, and mm-hmm. sometimes it it works, and I thought it worked well. I really like the chorus and how he whispers dive, and I love at the end when the more intense instrumental comes in. I thought that was really cool. And what was your other song? Oh, Self-Portrait. Yes. I just thought this was interesting I liked Gotta Go and Feeling Good a little bit more, but I had to put Self-Portrait on here because, you know, he gave us this reflective ballad to end the project, Mm -hmm. which when you start with something like Gotta Go and you end with this, boy, it took us on a journey here. To be able to rap like that, but also have these vocals. You talked about how much you love his voice. I completely agree. I I liked this song because he gave us really a beautiful vocal performance. And it reminded me of like how many K-pop idols are really talented rappers and vocalists. Mm-hmm. That's not like the norm in the West. Yeah. K-pop, there's so many that like could be the lead vocalist in any group, but then they're also an amazing rapper, really good rappers. So it's just an impressive thing. One of the many reasons I love the genre and I thought, I thought it was a pretty song. And then what about Feeling Good? Yeah, we both picked this one. Why, did, why is this on your list? Um, it features a singer named Giselle. It opens with really pretty strings, and then the beat and funkier instrumentation comes in. Mm-hmm. I thought the chorus is super catchy and has like a funky sound, and the horns are really cool. And I thought that uh, Giselle sounded amazing in the chorus. I really, really liked her voice, and I thought it really complimented his. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, he has nice features on this. I forgot to mention the feature on self-portrait, Kim Jae-hwan, great. But like you said, Giselle kills it on this. Um, not Giselle from Aspa, a different Giselle, everyone. Don't mm-hmm. get it twisted. It, this is a lighter, happier song. And this is definitely a vibe that I love. I always love these songs that have horns in the chorus. I'm a sucker for that sound. And it just feels like a great song to kind of walk into spring and summer. Like March is here. Mm-hmm. You know, the trees are budding, uh, blue skies, hopeful feeling. This song really fits kind of a spring vibe. I just liked it. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good EP. He's your bias. Yeah. Are you happy with this project? Yes, very much so. Yeah. I thought it was a great project and it really shows what he's capable of. He kind of gave mm-hmm. us a little of everything. Uh, like, and I can do this too. 
very cool. And I think whatever lane he wants to go in moving forward, he can confidently do. And he showed us that on the CP. Good job. Should we play a clip? I think we have to play. Yes. I was about to say we have to play a clip. Uh, let's play a clip. This is top tier from Park Woojin. Oh, my man. I love it. Such a good song. Yeah, congratulations. This was a really nice debut. I love when somebody comes out and does a solo and gives you something that maybe you weren't expecting or something with a little little spunk in it. This was fun. Can't wait to hear and see more from him and, of course, our boys in AB6. Let's move on to Woods. So Woods debuted in 2014 as a member of a boy group called Unique, and then he debuted as a solo artist in 2016. And then in 2018, he changed his name to Woods, and he's done kind of more like alternative rap and hip-hop since then. So if you're not familiar with Woods, that's his deal. Uh, the new single is called Abyss. And he's releasing an album, but the single came out. Um, we just thought, we've got time. Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, what'd you think? It's nice. It's so different. And, and that's what I love about K-pop, and that's what I love about doing this show. You know, in the stuff we've reviewed tonight, all four singles are a very different sound, a very different feel. Mm-hmm. This one's perhaps the most different. It's very reserved. And it feels like 90s Britpop ballad to me. There's a lot of 90s Britpop mm-hmm. getting into K-pop now, which has like a massive fan of Robbie Williams and Blur and all those guys. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Um, I've Really clear vocals. And I love when the bass comes in and we get that pretty simple chorus. The bridge has a nice build. It's kind mm-hmm. of a comfort song. It's a song that'll grow on you. There's nothing giant and dramatic here. This is a different feel. It's subtle. It's pretty. And I feel like this is him kind of ushering in yet another new era for his music. So I vibed with it. What did you think? Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I like the acoustic guitar that's like throughout the song. I, I, like you, thought it had like a 90s sound to it. I love that like the song goes from having this like unplugged sound to having a fuller instrumentation. Uh, and then it kind of goes back to that unplugged sound again, um, you know, which is more like acoustic guitar. I thought his vocals were really beautiful and very effortless. It just yeah. thought it was really funny. Yeah. 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 It's a different feeling. You know, there's so much intensity in K-pop and there's mm-hmm. so much production. We talk about Stray Kids, one of our favorite groups. But then you have something like this that's just very subtle and it's nice. There's room to peel it back sometimes. What did you think of the music video? I thought it was interesting. So he's walking up to this very Bridgerton-looking mansion, mm-hmm. um, and he goes inside, and it looks like he's working at, like, a library, and mm-hmm. he is making packages for various people. It was interesting. They're, like, bringing him things to wrap up. And the other scenes, he and the other people are kind of just dancing around this beautiful home, just kind of in their own little worlds by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. What did you think? 
it's funny that he's walking up to like the English country estate because it feels very Britpop yeah. to me. And this felt like yeah. a Robbie Williams music video. I love the color grading and I love the tone. Uh, and he's kind of like working in a library and people bring him this ball and he gives them a package. And what I took from it, and this could be completely wrong, but based on the lyrics of the song, it's almost like lyrics of the song kind of talk about it's okay if you don't know all of me but you like the parts you see and you know hopefully if you did know me you would still like me and kind of admire me as an artist kind of that feel Mm -hmm. and what I took from this is almost like the fans are giving him like a piece of themselves and Mm -hmm. he's giving them trying to give them a gift in return oh that's cute that's kind of what I took from it but I thought it was really interesting I thought it was different And yeah, it's just a totally, totally different vibe in the world of K-pop. There's such diversity of sound and visuals. And this just kind of proves that different sound, different vibe. But I liked it. I thought it was cool. I like the music video a lot. Um, I could be totally wrong about that. That's just kind of while I was reading the lyrics and looking at the video, I was like, "Eh, maybe that's what this is. These people are giving them because there's that part where you see the little boy like literally it like comes from his chest, the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a piece of you. So I was like, it's like a piece of you or something. <laughs> yeah. And then like he gives them a package. There's an exchange happening. So maybe that's it. Something like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, imagine. thanks. <laughs> I'm sure that's what I took from it. Why don't we play a clip of the song so Queendom can hear something to chill out to? This is Abyss from Woods. <laughs> such a nice song it's pretty it's a a different it's like rainy sunday morning like Mm -hmm. chill it's it's a vibe uh looking forward to his release check out woods if you're not familiar we've reviewed him before on the podcast i I think he's really talented does a lot of cool stuff and this is very different from the last one so yeah He he gives us a lot of material let's move on 17 17's been in the forest or as they call it in the soup (laughs) <laughs> for a while now, we finally got the final episode of 17 in the Soup, episode six. So we're going to share our thoughts on it. Charity, what stood out to you during episode six? I liked when they played paintball. That looked really fun. Mm-hmm. Joshua's pasta that he made looked very delicious. Yes. Uh, the mafia game looked fun. The eight. He loves a good meditation. That's what I'm learning. Obsessed <laughs> um, with him. And, I love him. Um, yeah, I love it. And they all are honestly really sad to leave. And but they also really enjoyed, you know, that they got to sp- hang out together. So it was a nice episode. What did you think? Um, I agree with you. I thought the paintball was really fun, and I thought it was interesting yes. that they just laughed the entire time. They were having so much yeah. fun, and I was thinking like. Nobody like here. If you watch people do paintball, they're screaming in agony, drama, drama, drama. It hurts. They were like laughing, and but I thought what was funny was the only person that complained that it hurt was Mingyu. 
He was like, ah. That would be me. It hurts. That's what I thought. I'm like, that would be charity. And I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, no. But also, their paintball was intense because I'm pretty sure they had drones. And then they had grenades. I was like, wait, they have grenades in paintball there? What the? It was intense. I prefer Um, laser tag where it's no contact. No, I'd get down with some paintball. That could be fun. I know. I yeah. can imagine. You know I'd be, oh. Get, get me a paintball gun and some go. You're oh like, I God. don't even need a helmet. No, I was just going to say that. I'm like, get me a paintball gun and whatever whatever gear that they make you wear because I'm not wearing anything that I don't have to wear. Like, even that visor would, like, get in the way of your vision. Um, yeah. Anyways. Like, I was wrap like, me in bubble wrap, please. Charity would just be sitting there. She'd be like, no. And I'd be like, I am the leader of this group. Here's our strategy. I'm charging forward. It's like gun, like crazy person. Just let, just letting you know what we're like. I mafia was really fun. I've noticed with seventeen, like they're so funny in mafia, and Hoshi and Vernon live for it. There was a moment where Vernon was like giggling and sprinting. It was the most enthusiastic I've seen him, and it was because he didn't want to miss the mafia game. He was like running to play mafia. Yeah, (laughs) really cute. cute. Um. We did karaoke, like eight of them stayed up to drink and play mafia and it was fun. What else? Yeah. The eight, I just want to go drink tea and meditate with him. His vibe is perfection. I'm, I'm obsessed with him. Like he moved up to Rucker status after the first season of In the Soup and this one, he didn't do anything to change that. Cool guy. I love that they got to rest and like have this break yeah. in the middle of their tour because they had a really intense year last year. So for four days, they got to just go breathe. Nice. It's a relaxing show. It kind of, you feel like relaxed when you're watching it because it's just like eating, mm-hmm. talking, the forest, laughing with your friends. I will say though, I do get hungry sometimes because you watch them make food for like an hour. <laughs> and it looks good. And it looks good. And I'm always watching it at night when I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. I need a snack. Right? Same. <laughs> um, I also have to say, we talked about it on a previous episode. There was one part where Hoshi just started filming a music video for no reason. I think he was bored and he just went off. Well, at the end of the credits, if you guys watch the credits, the music video happens. Hoshi wrote a song. It's so funny. It's so crazy. Like, there's no one else that could be my bias in that group charity. Hoshi is. Yeah. He's really funny. Yeah, he is. He's great. But it was just, it was really wonderful to watch. And I think 17, they're at the top for me. Um, there's maybe five groups that I think are the most likable K-pop groups. Mm-hmm. And and they're one of them for sure. Like when you watch yeah, all of their content, yeah. when you get to know their personalities, they're really likable. There's something about their chemistry and their individual personalities that I find them very, very likable and fun to watch. Um so this was another great season of In the Soup with 17. If you're maybe not a full-blown carrot, but getting into them, watch this stuff. Watch it. It's fun. Um, and it'll really give you a sense of their personalities. And it's also very peaceful. It's like a very yeah. drama-free, chill show. So if you're in the mood for that, we all need that sometimes. Check out 17 in the soup. We will miss you. Charity, did I leave anything out? No. Okay. Good. Uh, Monsta X started a new reality show, so we may have a new reality show to recap mm-hmm. next week. Very excited for that. You know, we love anything Monsta X related. Time to move on to some K-pop news, though, because a lot happened this week. Just in the past few days, a lot has happened, so we've got to get into it. The biggest shock for me, J-Hope is enlisting. I know. Ugh. I did not see this one coming, Charity. Um, me either. 
I foolishly thought that they would go in age order. I thought, you know, Yoongi would be the next to enlist after his tour ends. So J-Hope announcing just totally took me back. And I, I'm like devastated about it. I'm way sadder than I thought I would be. Um, yeah. I wanted him to go on tour and I want more music from I him. Know. And I, I yeah. feel like there's so much more he has to offer at this point in his career. But that happens a lot with enlistment someone's at the pinnacle of their career and they have to go in and it is what it is. It just, the timing was a little weird for me. So we don't have a date, but we just know that he started the process. A lot of idols are going like March 20th. I wonder if he's going to be part of that group. Mm, maybe. I don't know, but huge news, huge news for army. Crazy. Uh, Jungkook quit Instagram. He deleted his Instagram. He had, this is how like, Jungkook had 54 million followers. <laughs> All of his wow. pictures were gorgeous and cool. He would go on IG Live and it was great. And he deleted his Instagram. And he went on Weverse and was like, I didn't get hacked. I deleted it. I don't use it. I don't want to be on it anymore. I'm never going to do another one. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow. He's over it. So it's funny. It's funny yeah. to watch like BTS on Instagram, the ones that are very active and the ones that aren't. Because like Tay's pretty active. Uh, Yoongi, Suga posts a lot. Nam June posts a lot. J-Hope yeah. posts and shares. And then the other three really don't. Like Jimin doesn't post a lot. Jin, when he was on, yeah. wasn't posting all the time. And obviously Jungkook doesn't post all the time. But yeah, Jungkook said, this is not for me. I don't need Insta. He doesn't really, at this point in his career, he doesn't really need to like build a brand on social media. So more power yeah, to you, dude. yeah. Rocky has left Astro. He left the management company and mm. left them. And it, I think that's a huge blow to that group. He brings a lot to the group. And yeah, it was just kind of like, well, he didn't, re they're renegotiating contracts. And they announced, not only did he leave, you know, like I am left Starship. He's still with Monsta X. Yeah. No, Rocky is done and he's done with the group. So mm. it's weird. I think there's some internal stuff there because the fans seem to yeah. love him. He's very talented, but there were like weird rumors a couple months ago that like Rocky wasn't giving his all at performances. And there were these weird rumors that came out and people that were there were like, that's not true. He was great. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, and this is just my theory, so take it with a grain of salt, but I thought this seems like an internal kind of attack on him, like a leak from mm -hmm. the agency trying to get some bad press for him so they can get rid of him. So I think- yeah. I wasn't totally shocked to see that, but I'm sad. I love Rocky, and I think he brought a lot to Astro, and that's a giant loss for that group. Um, yeah. Munich left the group DKZ on the same day, and the group Upshin lost five members on the same day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're a big group, so. <laughs> but it was weird. It was just waking up yeah. to all this news was like yeah. everyone's leaving. Another disappointing news, Youngbin was removed from Blanky because of violence against his girlfriend. And this was one of those things that like mm. didn't really feel like a baseless rumor. You know, there's baseless rumors and people can Photoshop. Mm, there was a police report filed and there's text mm. messages from him admitting it that seemed pretty legit. So the agency moved quickly and within a day removed him. But unfortunately that also meant that they canceled their U S tour that they had announced like last mm. week. So that's a huge blow to all the other members one person that's a problem when you're in a group one person can ruin things for everyone yeah sucks more depressing news this was a rough week in k-pop y'all our bias from golden child is enlisting in march why it will be enlisting oh, goodness 
everyone's yeah i hate enlisting i hate it so much <sighs> anyways um taekyun is that how you say it? or taekyun i never say his name right and i adore him but uh from 2 p.m he just signed with William Morris Endeavor, WME, here in L.A., oh. so he signed with a big fancy agency in Hollywood. I hope that means more acting roles because he was amazing as the villain yeah. in Vincenzo. He's he's such a talent, so congratulations to him. Our boys, XO, are holding an in-person fan sign celebrating 11 years together. Cannot wait for that. Amazing. Bam Bam from GOT7, new album, March 28th. There's some bad stuff in March, but we've got a lot of great music coming. This is something that sucks. Back to BTS. So you know how Namjoon likes to ride trains a lot? Like he'll ride trains into the country mm-hmm. to go hiking, go to like museums. Uh, this employee for CoRail, which would be like Korea's rail system, had access to his account, and she was like telling one of her friends Nam- what trains Namjoon books, so her friend could book the same one and get seats next to him. And she's been doing this since two- song. since 2019. Wow. Yeah, and I think, and he knows he posted some disappointment uh, on Instagram about it today. It just sucks. You can't like have a life and you try to like what he does, you know, he tries to take a train and tries to do stuff out in the real world. People are going to people and ruin it. So that sucks. That's disappointing. Disappointing for some of us, but not for some of you who got tickets. Shiga's concert sold out on the first day. The Army fan club presale sold out. So Ticketmaster verified fans and general public will not get a chance to even try for tickets. It sold out everywhere. So congratulations to him. Uh, the resale prices I've seen are obscene. Exorbent. It's very disappointing. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, congratulations to him and shout out to all the fans that get to go. But I have a theory. Yes. And tell me what you think about this charity. I think when a BTS member goes on tour, unless he's your bias or record, you shouldn't buy tickets. Agreed. Because everyone buying tickets are ARMY. And like, yeah. I get it. You're ARMY. I'm ARMY. But Suga is not my bias or wrecker. So I would prefer that Charity gets tickets instead of me. Even though I love him and he's always up there on that line. Mine are, you know, Jungkook and Tay. So like, it's not fair that people who have been diehard Yoongi from day one don't get tickets. And someone mm-hmm. who Yoongi's not even near their bias line are going because they love BTS. Yep. No. Do you know every August D song? Do you know everything he's ever done? Then you shouldn't be buying a ticket for that show. Just because you're a BTS fan doesn't mean you're a August D fan. So like, stop. Was it his last? His last August D release it was like one of the first albums we we reviewed for the yeah. podcast. Yeah, first week I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. No, it was like was it Dashwa? Was it? I can't. Yeah, Dashwita. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's girl. I always say it wrong. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. I don't want to sing it. Yeah. I just, it just bothers me. But it just, yeah, we clearly both didn't get tickets. We we listed per usual story of our lives with BTS. But it just bothers me that someone that's like a casual fan that just got into him two years ago and doesn't even bias him is going. And then Mm -hmm. people who maybe have been into them for nine years and he's their ultimate bias didn't even get a chance to buy tickets. I don't like this tiered ticketing system. Just do it a normal. It goes on sale at 10 a.m. Everyone for themselves. Give everyone at least a chance to get tickets. Because asking people to pay for a fan club and then doing a lottery where they don't even get a chance to get seats, that's a scam. And everyone wants to blame Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster isn't getting that fan club money. 
BTS and Big Hit are. That's a scam. And that makes me so, so angry. Nope. No, no, no. But congratulations to everyone that gets to go see it. You know he's going to put on a dope (laughs) show. It's going to be great. I'm expecting new music from him before that. So I just hate this whole, like, how large the fandom is (laughs) makes it really difficult. Yeah. Uh, But whatever. It's fine. Just, Just a theory that when they go solo, it has to be like we're gonna give you a quiz on each member and if you can't pass <laughs> yeah. it you don't get to go to his concert oh my god that would be the best seriously seriously yeah. think about like if bacon comes over here and i don't get to see him no yeah. well that's not gonna happen i'll riot like i'll sell yeah. my soul to yeah. see him trust like that yeah but it's just still like kind of unfair that like casual fans get tickets and then they go for like three days in a row no you should only be able to buy for one day like come on mm-hmm I'm going to overhaul Ticketmaster. I'm overhauling all of it. Um, <laughs> anyways, I digress. But congratulations to him. It's a big accomplishment to sell out that quickly. Uh, shout out to the boys. We reviewed the boys last week. We both loved this comeback. And they already got their first show in for Roar. So congratulations. Deserved. I hope they get a million more wins. Speaking of boys, Zico is debuting a new boy group this year. So that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see his vision for a boy group. Uh, that's exciting. And I'm sure there's tons more news, but you all know K-pop moves so quick. So apologies if I missed anything. We'll catch up next week. It's that time, Charity. What is your song of the week? (sighs) I've been going back and forth between two Stray Kids songs. Okay. The Sound and Don't Let Me Love You. But I think, I think I got to go with Don't Let Me Love You. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. It's two for two. That's the song I listened to yeah. the most this week. I think it's so impactful and cool and sexy and interesting. Definitely a Stray Kids. Don't Let Me Love You. D-L-M-L-U. Uh, if you're looking at the album, <laughs> like they don't spell yeah. it out, but that's the name of the song. Next week, we've got a lot of good stuff next week. Uh, J-Hope's releasing a single. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle a goodbye song from J-Hope. I hope. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We're going to try to get through that one. Uh, Cravity. Cravity guys are back. Onu from Shiny. How good was his project last year? I cannot wait. I know. Cannot wait for this one. And then we're going to talk about Only One Of. You guys have asked for it. We're going to talk about it. We've got to come back on the way. So you don't want to miss next week. It's going to be a fun one. Monster X reality show. There's a lot going on in K-pop. K-pop doesn't stop. March is going to be stacked. We will be here for it. So yeah, make sure to tune in every Friday. New episodes come out. If you want to say hi, slide into those DMs, NYC K-pop Queens on Twitter and Instagram. We are a two-person show. Charity and I do everything for this show. There's no outside help. So if it takes us like a little bit to respond to you, please know, no disrespect. We will read your message and get back to you. It's just sometimes it takes a while because there's a lot of other moving parts to keep the pod going. But we appreciate you. We love you. And thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for loving K-pop. It's a special thing. This is a special world and I feel privileged that we're in it and we get to talk about it and you get to connect with people who also feel the same way. There's something special about that in life. So we don't take you for granted, Queendom. Thank you for being a part of our world. I hope you're happy and healthy and all is well in your life. And we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Have such a great weekend, everyone. We love you. Bye.